we actually doing this? Yeah. We're actually doing this. This is crazy. This is like a year in the making. It is. It's kind of crazy. I met you like a year ago and here we are. (laughs) Is it over a year ago? I think over a year ago. Yeah. It would have been like what? January of last year? January, February for sure. Oh my goodness. I just remember I was wearing pink for some reason. So I feel like it was like Valentine's season or something. We were at a house party. Yeah. And that's how we met. Yeah. And we were speaking about musicals. Yes. But we were also speaking about a love for Bridgerton. Yes. Um, it's huge at the time. My still goodness. Is, but... It's still big. I'm but like... it, was, it was huge when we were, you know, when we met. That's it was just true. like, oh, you like Bridgerton too? Let's just like, ah. Yeah. Because you know? um, we, you know, they just finished season one, like the follow the previous year. In, yeah. In Christmas. Yeah. Right? During Christmas. Christmas. I, I remember because I, I, I binged it on Christmas night. Oh, yeah. That's how I spent my Christmas night. I don't know about you. I don't know how I spent my Christmas. That sounds like a bloody good Christmas present to me. (laughs) That's great. Oh, my God. My mom was sleeping. I was, I stayed at my my mom's house and she was sleeping next to me and I just binged the whole thing. It was great. Oh, my goodness. The Duke. Oh. What? I just don't understand. (laughs) The way that we both just like our eyes glazed over. Remembering the But, but also, Anthony was so good. And the second, like, the second, I'm like, Jonathan Bailey, like you're incredible, and thank God Anthony is throughout the entire series. Yes, but we're why are we blessed. talking about Bridgerton? I don't know. I think we're, we're talking about how we met. Sorry, we we're talking about how we met, but then Bridgerton. But we should actually get into <laughs> why we're here. <laughs> For those who are listening in, hello and welcome. You could say this is like our debut show. Yes, it is our debut show. This is insane. This is very exciting, actually. This is exciting. I'm like freaking out inside. We haven't done previews though. I feel like we should have done previews to see what people would think. But here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Surely people are going to listen. I feel like our friendship is very just like, okay, we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it. (laughs) We'll listen to ourselves. Yeah. That's that's the most important thing. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So for those who are listening in and watching us, uh, we call ourselves the show chicks because it's a play on showgirls in case you don't know. But um. My name's Hannah and my name is Leslie. And like we said, we've known each other for over a year now, yes. which those like 12, 13 months have gone by so quickly. I know, but it also feels like I've known you forever. I know. I could, I can look at you and be like, I know exactly what. It's pretty great, thing. honestly. We like clicked immediately. I know. But I feel like it definitely has to do with like our love of all things Broadway. I feel like we Absolutely. were just obsessed. Absolutely. Like how many shows did we see? last year i feel like i counted about 25 25 like, like 25 to 30 yeah. yeah which is a lot it's a lot that's, that's like, like a, sh- t- a show every two weeks yeah essentially i'm trying to beat that though this year so i'm pretty sure we're gonna beat that i think so this. i feel like we're gonna hit that pretty soon honestly wait, wait i i have friends that have like messaged me or like even spoken to me in person they're like are you okay and i'm like yeah like what's going on and they're like you're seeing a show every week like what's going on and i'm like will you go out drinking yeah. or like going out to parties it's our equivalent it's our equivalent um we just love going to see theater and dancing and singing our hearts out even though the theater sometimes may not appreciate it yeah but we we know we know when it when it's necessary I exactly like. yeah know that's when true that's true i've been to shows where people don't know when it's needed and that's not appreciated but we're good we're fine we're fine we're fine. We're good at this. Particularly like during jukebox musicals, which we'll get into. But and Juliet. 
Mulan Rouge. <laughs> that one you're invited to do. It's different. That is true. It's different. Like, I w- like when I saw, like, Sweeney Todd, I, someone was, like, coming behind me. Like, oh, that's not fun. No. No. I just want to hear Josh Groban's exactly. voice. He's he's just gorgeous, even though he's murdering people. But okay, but anyways. that's fine. But that's fine. <laughs> if people, you guys don't know what Sweeney Todd is, we'll get into that later. Yeah, too. yeah. I feel like if people just started right now, they'd be like, "Murder people! What is this? Show? Yeah, what is happening? It's not Broadway a, is a weird place. It is. It's an amazing place, but it's a weird place where things that if you just had talked about them in regular conversation, like what? Yes, but no, this is normal. This is Broadway. And it's all great. That is very true. But let me ask you this question then. What is your favorite Broadway show that you've seen? Ah, how are you going to hit me with a hard question right now? I know. Ah, that's tough. I really liked Into the Woods. Okay. I feel like that's my top. And then Moulin Rouge. They're like neck and neck for totally different reasons. Okay. What are those reasons? I feel like Into the Woods. I mean, Sondheim. Amazing. Of course. Of course. Um, And I just feel like I saw it with like almost uh, original cast with, like Sarah Bareilles and she was amazing yeah um I think all the like lyrical plays is so great I think like the sort of twist when you hit the intermission that like okay the, the fairy tale's done happily ever after but it's like is it though and then it kind of goes insane that's true um, so they that's wanna, they want a Grammy though right yeah anyway sorry I interrupted you we do this all the time squirrel <laughs> moment continue <laughs> yeah um so I love that and um Moulin Rouge is just so exciting. I won't say it was my first Broadway show, but it kind of feels like that's when I was like baptized to becoming Broadway obsessed in a way. Yeah. I'd seen a couple beforehand, but kind of just like very once in a while. But then I saw Moulin Rouge, I'd say like two weeks before COVID hit, like before the shutdown happened. And I was oh. like, I'm obsessed. And then everything closed. And I was like, wait, what do I do? And then I just spent the whole um, of quarantine listening to that soundtrack, like on repeat, because Aaron Tavette was insane. I feel like Anyone that kind of gets into Broadway initially is looking for that spectacle. Yes. And Moulin Rouge over delivers on that. I feel like if you want to see something amazing and it's going to make you like, whoa, what's happening? Moulin Rouge is definitely the type. The set is amazing. The songs are great. And the voices are just like, like chills. I feel like that's the, one of the only shows I've had chills. When yeah. I hear someone sing. Yeah. So. That, that's probably one of probably top three shows that I've seen that, yeah. that give me the chills. But Aaron's, back in the show right yeah he is he's now for so, a limited time but yeah limited time until like april 19th maybe around I that feel like some sometime around then he's he's leaving yeah. soon but go check him out if you do have the chance because he's incredible i feel like you you haven't really seen me rouge if you haven't seen him in it like he that role was made for him i don't know how else to explain it like his roxanne is just like I can feel my body anticipating when it comes on. Yeah. And I like, I, I, I like shake and I'm not, I'm not one to exaggerate. Like I've like start shaking. I know. I've seen, I've, You've I've seen, seen my reaction. I've seen, I've seen you shake. Yeah. I've like, yeah, I've seen it happen and it, it does happen. He is incredible though, but I can also understand why he left yeah. the show because I that is see. physically on your voice. So it's demanding. a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's just like, if you think of, you know, Phantom of the Opera, for instance, which, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it's closing so soon. Uh, we're going to see it. I'm putting that into the universe. Like, yeah, I, no, my reality does not <laughs> include not seeing yeah. Phantom of the Opera. And I'm pretty sure when this podcast comes out, like Phantom's closing. Yeah, it's going to be gone. So, Forever. which is crazy. I mean, it's it's been on Broadway for 30 years. 30 years. And... Thank goodness they decided to extend it just that little bit longer so Phantom could make it to the 30 years. Yeah. But 
it's so weird because we don't know what's going into that theater. I've been doing some research and being like, what is going into that theater? And it's it's kind of crazy. It's had that theater for so long. Like I I know. I I would have thought that maybe Love Never Dies, which is the sequel to Phantom, mm-hmm. they would put in there, which would be kind of cool mm-hmm. to see sort of like the sequel after. Yeah, you know, this whole it's kind of long, poetic in a way. Yeah, exactly. Into the Woods is good. It was a lot of fun. It was, and we got orchestra seats. Yeah, we got, we were super close. Yeah. Super close, actually. Like, we were four rows from the front, and I just couldn't believe it. I know. We had some incredible stars that night. But hopefully, maybe sometime this year, we can go to DC or go where it's on tour, because it's currently on tour. It's no longer in Broadway, Mm -hmm. and go see it again. And see what's what's changed. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. It'd be very interesting. I also saw it with, like, the original cast, and then when it shifted to, like, Stephanie J. Block, and, like, seeing the difference between that alone was interesting. So I'm all for, like, comparing shows and seeing what's changed. Absolutely. I mean, I think when Stephanie came in her husband came yeah. in as well as the baker yeah which was really sweet that's I so think. cute i wish that happened more often i feel I like i so. love seeing that sort of dynamic on stage absolutely. it's so adorable absolutely and they both got incredible voices because i think they were a married couple they took their characters in a direction that and they could connect a lot more versus the previous actors that were in the play i mean mm-hmm. neil patrick harris was in it originally when it first started yeah and he's definitely not married to Sarah <laughs> Barlas. <laughs> no, he's not. At all. No. Okay, Hannah. So yes. tell me, what are your favorite shows? Oh, my goodness. That's such a difficult question, like you said before. Well, you may not know this about me, but I actually grew up in Australia. What? Are you, are you serious? I I, I had no idea. I know. It's, it's a shock to everyone, including myself. <laughs> so... I think some of my favorite musicals are Mm -hmm. from my earliest memories of seeing musicals. We were very lucky in Australia. We have an incredible talent across all states in Mm -hmm. Australia. And so they always produce incredible shows, Mm -hmm. Broadway level. And we've had shows like Legally Blonde tour. We've had all of the Disney shows tour. We've had Wicked tour as well. Um, What's really interesting is that whoever is in that company for the Australian production of those shows, they actually travel to New Zealand and sometimes go on to Singapore, which is really interesting. I found that pretty cool. So it's such a hard question. Can I give you my top three? Yes. Okay. Fair. Okay, so definitely would be Aladdin. Mm -hmm. You can't go past Aladdin. It's just, (laughs) it's Disney. It brings a certain magic that sometimes you need in your life. Mm -hmm. I think the music is incredible. Uh, Funny story, very sad note. Uh, (laughs) Not to do with musicals at all, uh, but I used to have the Overture music for Aladdin as Mm -hmm. my alarm. Mm -hmm. And you're probably thinking now, oh my goodness, that's the boisterous piece of music <laughs> to select for an alarm. But let me tell you, I sleep through anything. Okay. Like, as in, when I was living back in Australia, I had a flatmate who, when I woke up one morning, came to me and was like, in this panic, mm-hmm. was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. We woke you up, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she was like, oh, the fire alarm went off. Mm-hmm. I, I set it off. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. You didn't hear the fire alarm? I didn't even hear Hannah, the- that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. I wonder if there's like a, a, a disease for that, but <laughs> I don't know. But I didn't hear the fire alarm. 
And a couple of days later, she set it off again. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, it was like screaming Bloody Mary. Like, honestly, I'm surprised I didn't hear it. Wow. It, it, it could shatter a glass. <laughs> it was that loud. Dang. So I have to have this boisterous music. Mm-hmm. So I. So I, because I loved Aladdin, I put it as the alarm, but I had it during a period of time when I really didn't wake up to anything unless it was boisterous music. And I had a roommate at the time. This is a different story. I had a roommate at the time who became a little bit, it was like a little bit of shock every time she hears the music now because she always thinks back to those times when I had the Aladdin as the alarm. But yes, going back. Um, Aladdin is definitely one of my favorite musicals. Another musical that I love, you can't beat. Do you remember the first musical that we saw? Of ever? course. I will never forget that musical. Are you serious? It was, was well, what was it? Do you want to tell it everyone? It was the Jersey Boys. It the was Jersey so Boys. It was so good. That was Off-Broadway, yeah. which was really interesting to see because mm-hmm. it was a lower budget production. And I remember it was such a spontaneous day that we saw it because we were walking past the ticket booth yeah, in uh, Times Square. Yeah. The TKTS booth, which for people that don't know, that's like a company that kind of sells you like last minute tickets, essentially. Like you can go and get same day tickets for pretty cheap. So we saw it and we're like, should we go see a show? Should we? Yeah. And I was like, of course. Yeah. We're both going to say, of course, to that. If anyone asks us, you want to see the show, the answer is always yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's like asking if the Pope's Catholic. Exactly. Like, of course. Yes. And so we went and got Jersey Boy tickets, didn't know what to expect. I had seen the show before, Mm -hmm. but I had seen it like I might as well have been attached to the ceiling right (laughs) at the back of the the theater because I could only see like bobbing heads Mm -hmm. at this point. And so it was really interesting to see it up close because we were in orchestra and at the time the person who was playing Frankie Valli. Yeah. They, it was like an understudy that they pulled at the last minute. Very last minute. I don't even think it was like the official understudy. It was no. Like the understudy's understudy. Yeah. And he had played Frankie Valley 15 years prior mm-hmm. to us seeing it. And so he was a little bit older than you would have thought. A little thought. bit. I mean, he was playing like a teenager and this man full on had gray hair. But, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> but I remember when... He's saying, I can't take my eyes off you. Yeah. And he got a standing ovation. Oh, like immediately. Because he was really good. It was good. It was, no, he was like objectively good. Like you kind of just like forgot the fact that he was much older than he was supposed to be because you're just entranced by his voice. And yes. he just, he got so emotional. Like he started crying. Like you could see the tears. Like, oh my God. It was incredible. And I think another reason why a lot more performers get a lot more emotional now, particularly like just after COVID. Yeah, we had, went to go see it. That was like, yeah, last year or so. It was like yeah. right after COVID had opening. COVID sort of had died down and everyone was just getting back to somewhat of a normal life or what our normal life would be now. And they would thank the the audiences for coming to see the productions. Yeah. And it was just really lovely to see how touched he was by yeah. the audience. But that was such a good show because we got up and danced. <laughs> Like, and like you're essentially invited to do so i feel like and it was yes. also such a small theater that it was like yeah why not i felt like we we're at a disco yeah that sounds really old when i say that <laughs> but i do feel That's like we go. were at a disco yeah where we just danced and 
didn't care who was watching. And the music of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons is so I mean, so I love good. that. I'm from Long Island. Like, there's no way I could have not loved that music. So, And as someone who cannot do a Jersey accent to save her <laughs> life, I struggle to even do a California accent. Listen, you already have a cool accent. You don't need to try and do other ones. Like, s- stick with what you got. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But when I want to try and, like, pull a fast one on people and just... <laughs> I don't think you can. I can't. At this point? I can't. <laughs> It's it's pointless. Yeah. But definitely Jersey Boys, Aladdin. And my final one would probably be Kinky Boots. Oh, that was such a fun one. You introduced me to Kinky Boots. Like yeah. I had heard about it. I'd never seen any production, movie, or recording. And I was like, what is this even about? Like, I don't know what's happening. And you're like, oh, we have to go see it. I was like, all right. Hannah says we're going. I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. I remember because... For those who don't know what Kinky Boots is about, it's about a small British town and essentially it's about a shoe factory that's Mm -hmm. about to shut. Charlie Price has to somehow save the factory and he runs into a drag performer called Lola Mm -hmm. and it's about those two coming together and creating a fashion show for Milan. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean... I hope it comes back because we should definitely talk about that show. Yeah. It's incredible. But long story short, one of the original understudies, shout out to Callum Francis, who was incredible. Yes. Um, stole the stole every time. Every time was pulled for this production. But he originally, like I said, was an understudy on the West End production. And then Australia stole him yeah. for our production, but he was no longer an understudy. He was the main actor and that was incredible i fell in love with the show when i saw it in australia so when i heard it was coming back to broadway well it was technically off broadway but when i heard it was coming back like you said i was like we have to go like i don't care we did it was so much fun and callum again stole every scene he was in it was insane i know oh my god i first of all i'm a a girl, I can't walk in heels <laughs> more than like maybe an inch high before mm-hmm. I twist an ankle. He was walking in nine, ten inch heels. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Like I couldn't believe it. But that was probably my other favorite show that I've seen. I remember when I saw the performance back in Australia, I ran home and I was like, I need to see this again. <laughs> And I tried to get tickets and it just didn't work out. And then I was like, hopefully Broadway has it. And then I knew that I was moving to the States Uh and I was like, okay, let's see if it has, if it's on Broadway. It wasn't. And then they announced it a couple of months later after I had moved to the States and immediately in my head, I was like, yeah, Callum, please, dear Jesus, Callum better be Lola. Like that's the only person you should hire. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking on Instagram, they're like, check out your new Lola. And there, he, there was. he was. And I'm so glad that you got to see him because that was, that was really fun. Billy Porter, who originated the role of Lola, was incredibly good. Mm-hmm. And no one can sort of take that away from him. But Callum definitely performed Lola in a different light mm-hmm. and gave it a lot more emotion that, than Billy did. And he was very funny. He was a very good comedic performer. Yeah. And then when we got to meet him, yeah, he was I pulled cool. the Australian card. 
<laughs> and was like, <laughs> I'm from should. Australia. And he was so sweet mm-hmm. and humble, nothing like Lola. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't believe that he was like that. He was so sweet, so humbling, and it was just lovely to see. But, yes, Kinky Boots for sure. I have it on red vinyl and love it. <laughs> play it all the time. And so those would be my top three. But it's so sad now. The only one of the, out of those top three that's performing on Broadway now is Aladdin. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I can continue going to see Aladdin. I saw it three <laughs> times in Australia with the amazing Ainsley Melhan, who, funny enough, is actually Callum Francis's uh, fiancé. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it here on Broadway, which was incredible. But it, it's so sad that the majority of Broadway shows that we talk about nowadays only have such a short season. Yeah. And it's sad because some shows will run for, you know, 30 years like Phantom or other shows will run for five days like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh. But we should actually tell you guys about why we're doing this, Yeah, what the purpose is. First of all, thank you so much for joining in yes. and listening to us. It's actually we- kind of crazy that people listen just right now. Hi. Right. We we <laughs> <laughs> we love talking about Broadway and we have a lot of friends that have come to us and said, you see a show every week, like tell us about it. Yeah. What's good? What's what not do I need to so see? good? Yeah. What how can I get cheap tickets? Mm-hmm. What can I do to improve my chances of getting those cheap tickets? What days of the week is better Mm -hmm. for some shows? You know, for example, Funny Girl, Mm -hmm. which currently stars Leah Michelle, and it's closing on Broadway on September 3rd, which is very upsetting, but that's okay. (laughs) We're going to see it. We will see Leah. We will see Leah. We will. Like, it's happening. Okay. But on Thursdays, for example, they have the understudy. Who is Julie Benko? Who's amazing, by the way. Oh my goodness! I can't. So great. I can't wait her. till we see that yeah. show again with Leah, and we can talk about it because Julie Benko has practically carried that show the entire way during its run. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Like she kills it. She has the perfect comedic timing, which is so necessary. It's really called funny girl. Like you have to be funny, and she has a voice, and that's hard to get with you know within one actor. I think that's what it's been like sort of struggling with when it early on came out but yeah she's incredible but it's also like important to know like if you're coming to see leah michelle you can't go on a thursday yeah that that's very true if you want to just go see the show then go see you know it doesn't matter what day of the week you see it and if you do see julie benko like we've said she's incredible yeah she is truly incredible but if you're looking for Barbara Streisand, you're looking for Leah. Yeah. And so that's practically why we're making this yeah. podcast. First of all, we love Broadway and we love going to shows. And we do it a lot anyways. We I do. Mean, this is already a part of our lives and we enjoy talking about it like on any given day. <laughs> yeah. So we've been told like you guys should, you know, start talking about this a little bit more and like share what we know. And that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. And we want to make sure that this is a conversation. Yes. And we want to get you guys involved. We want to make sure that you, if you have any questions, send them in to us. Please do. And we'll answer. If you want to be part of the Q and A's that we do in future episodes, you're more than welcome to join us. Some live videos that we'll be doing. Join us. Yes. And also like you have some say so on what we're going to do. There'll be times when we don't know what show we're going to see. So we're going to need your help deciding what show that is and how we're going to do it. 
So there's definitely going to be some opportunities to like vote and really put your input in on like, okay, what about this show? Like, what is the show like? And we got you. But what's also really incredible about this particular podcast is we want to hear your thoughts on the shows that we see. So we'll give little hints throughout different podcasts, do little Easter eggs on our Instagram, follow us at the show checks, and then you can have your say as well. And we'd love to hear your comments. We're definitely not, I, I mean, we've seen a lot of shows, but we're definitely not the top Broadway critics. No, we're not. But we definitely want to talk about it and give you guys some insight into some of the shows, particularly if you're traveling to New York yes. to see Broadway. And some days, you know, you can just go to the ticket booth and be like, it's a it's a lottery. Like, what are we going to do? Play Broadway roulette, mm-hmm. which is something a lot of people love to do. Mm-hmm. But you have to have some shows in Yeah, mind. you have to have some, like, forethought into what you're interested in. And, like, I see so many people asking, like, is this okay to bring my child to? Is this yeah. okay to bring, like, you know, my sort of, like, buttoned up parents to? And there are shows where the answer is no. And you that don't really want to pay a bunch of money and bring your parents to that show. And they're looking at you like, why did you bring me here? exactly you can say that for a lot of shows and for example like aladdin or the lion king can you bring your child to that absolutely okay yeah sweeney todd no maybe not no maybe not on that one let's let's not scare the kids just yet just yet when they go to a barber shop yeah broadway should never be traumatizing for sure but yeah i'm really excited to do this me too i can't wait to go see more shows than we ever have before. I know. I can't wait to interact with you guys and talk about all things Broadway. I know for me, I get a lot of my friends and family will turn to me and be like, Hannah, can you stop talking? You're talking (laughs) in a different language when it comes to Broadway. I'm so glad I have you in my life because I can talk about Broadway forever with you. Yeah. And that's why we're doing this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But it, it's it's also interesting to teach people about the lingo. Yeah. That- I mean, I feel like everyone, I don't say everyone, but people that love musicals, I feel like Broadway is sometimes hard to sort of like interact with or mm-hmm. really like understand so much because it, it's a lot. There's a lot of terms, a lot of things changing constantly. So I would love for someone to discover their love of Broadway through the show. I feel like that would be my ultimate yeah absolutely i i agree with that and we're not over the top with loving broadway Um, maybe a little bit maybe a little bit it's fine but i'm okay with that that yeah me too actually (laughs) (laughs) but i love having the opportunity to interact and engage with so many more people through this channel wait are we gonna have more friends that love broadway maybe oh my god (laughs) yes okay but yeah i definitely can't wait to do more q a's answer any questions that you guys might have but also to start building this fan base i feel that West End has such a strong fan base and everyone knows about West End and people do know about Broadway, but there's not necessarily a community here. There's one that's started, but it's not huge or yeah. well-known. And so if at any point we say a word that you have no idea what that means. Oh my God, please ask us. Please <laughs> ask us. Like We're more than happy to answer any questions. We're essentially walking encyclopedias of Broadway. A little bit. Um, I have books on Broadway. I'm like, no lie. So <laughs> you do. You do. If I don't know anything, I, I can go look it up in my, my index, my glossary. I yeah. got you. I got you. 
exactly but i'm i'm so excited to do this yeah podcast and start this new adventure we're not we're not trying to you know get huge or anything that's not the point of this podcast i think we have to tell everyone that we simply just want to have a conversation with you all and start talking about our favorite shows yeah speaking of which i feel like i would also love anyone who's watching us if you can just like comment what your favorite shows are so we know and maybe we can see one of those shows you know Absolutely. I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are on any favorite shows that maybe happened in this previous season because we are leading up to Tony yes. Award Which nominations. We will, we will have a special on Tony's. Oh, absolutely. Like we're going to have one of our episodes for sure. Definitely. Definitely on the Tony's and the upcoming season. Yeah. I mean, I know I can say right off the bat, I am so excited for Back to the Future, the musical to come. <laughs> it, I mean, it's replacing. The Music Man, which, oh my goodness, that was an incredible music musical to see with the beloved Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. I hope they bring that back. I feel like they... I don't know. I feel like it, it happened so recently. I don't know. It might be a while. I know, which is a shame because they worked so hard on it yeah. for such a long period of time. Yeah. But it was an incredible show to see. But Back to the Future is so exciting and it's a, it's a movie that not – a lot of people would think that's a musical. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited to see the cast. I mean, they are taking one of their main actors from the West End production and bringing them to Broadway, Mm -hmm. which is really exciting to see an original company member. But I'm so excited to do this new adventure with you. See where it takes us, see how many more Broadway shows we can see this year. I can't wait to see the shows that we've already seen and see it maybe with a new cast. For example, like Six the Musical. Yes. They just had a huge cast change and I'm so excited to see the new cast and and compare the two and just deep dive into all the musicals that we see. So thank you so much for tuning into our debut show. Make sure you like, subscribe and Leave leave comments. Follow us on all our social media channels and can't wait to talk with you all next time which our first show is actually funny because it's the peter pan show pete what is it the peter pan (laughs) i'm already messing it up i'm I'm already messing it up peter pan goes wrong honey peter pan goes wrong which i'm so excited to talk more about (laughs) but y'all are gonna see you definitely need to see it but come back and we can't wait to talk about it we'll talk to you soon bye